Hi, everybody. This is Wintry. This is the Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast. It's the only podcast dedicated toward fantasy wrestling. If you're a return listener, thank you for listening. If this is the first time listening to this podcast, basically what I do is I compare WWE television, Raw, SmackDown, Pay-Per-View, and I compare it to playing fantasy sports. Uh, what I try to do is I try to keep this podcast to about 15, 20 minutes. Always I will keep rambling on about how much I hate Karrion Cross, and he's not that good of a wrestler for fantasy wrestling. But I'm going to digress. Um, what I try to do is I tell you the three big storylines we learned during the week. They might have to do with matches, but kind of three things we learned during the week. I also tell you my top three fantasy studs of the week. These are the re- best wrestlers that had the most points in terms of fantasy points. If I have fantasy studs, I have to have fantasy duds. These are wrestlers that had a bad week in terms of fantasy. Um, that's kind of like a subjective thing because it might have to do with who they lost to, uh, what kind of match they lost, or kind of future expectations for the wrestler. I also like to review how my last week's predictions for starts and sits went. And I also like to end it with this week's starts and sits that include Monday Night Raw and SmackDown for this week. Uh, so anyways, let's go over the three things we learned during the week. Uh, the number three thing we learned is uh, the big strong boy, Taylor Boy, Bate and Pete Dunn are going to fight Judgment Day. Uh, they survived the Fatal 4-Way the week before and they beat Ciampa and Gargano uh, in a one-on-one match. So now they get to fight Judgment Day at the Elimination Chamber. I don't think it's I don't think they're gonna win, but it's nice for them to have Judgment Day fight somebody else and they normally fight. Uh, the number two thing we learned during the week is uh, SmackDown that just ended, and this upcoming week we have qualifying matches for the Elimination Chamber. Uh, the women's qualifying matches you get to fight uh, Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania if she beats Nia Jax, which she should, and the men's winner of the Elimination Chamber gets to fight Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. We've already had matches um, on SmackDown, uh, Drew McIntyre beat AJ Styles. That, that's kind of your best two wrestlers knocking out each other. Um, and you had uh, Randy Orton beating Sami Zayn. So there's more matches this week. Um, I'm going to actually talk about them a little bit. And the number one thing we learned during the week is the WWE kind of cleared up what they're doing with the Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, Rock storyline. Um, it, it kind of... They erased what they did last week, two weeks, and they basically just said Cody Rhodes is fighting uh, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. This is the best way to have it. This makes the most sense for storyline-wise. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they did the last two weeks. Nobody really knows, but it is what it is. Okay, anyways, let's go into our wrestlers that had the best weeks in terms of fantasy. Uh, these are wrestlers that all won during the week, so obviously they got the most fantasy points. Number three is Cody he beat um, Shinsei Nakamura in a bull rope match. It didn't really make a lot of sense to have this match, but if something happened outside of a, a house show or whatever. So they had this match on Monday Night Raw. Cody won. So if you had Cody, you should be starting him anyways. You had five points for the win and five points for winning the specialty match. So you won 10 points. Uh, the number two fantasy studs, studs of the week is Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. They won a fatal four-way um, on Monday Night Raw, which was the other Fatal 4-Way. Um, so if they, if you had them started, you probably did. You had five points for the win, five points for winning the specialty match, so you won 10 points also. I got this above Cody Rhodes because it's harder to win a Fatal 4-Way than it is to win a one-on-one specialty match. And the number one um, fantasy winner of the week is a tag team of the Kabuki Warriors of Asuka and Kerry Sane. 
They successfully defended their titles against Chance and Carter, which probably you won't probably won't see in the tag team division for um, having more title t- matches. But anyways, the Kabuki Warriors won five points for the for the win, and then ten points for a title defense. So they got the big fifteen points for fantasy for the win. So they were the big winners. Um, nobody really knows who they're going to fight at WrestleMania or if they're going to fight at Elimination Chamber. But it looks like they're going to pick their spots between now and WrestleMania when they're going to fight. But as of right now, the Kabuki Warriors, Oscar and Sane, are the number one fantasy studs of the week for fantasy. If you have studs, you have to have dodge. These are wrestlers that had a bad week in terms of fantasy. Uh, number three is Shinsei Nakamura, just because he lost the Volrope match. Now he lost to Cody. I thought he could have afforded a win. It would have made most sense. But now that he lost, he's got no rivalry, no direction, and I have no idea what they're going to do with him. He's not in the Elimination Chamber quality ma- uh, qualifying matches, so I have no idea what they're going to do with him. Um, yeah, that's why I got him as my number three fantasy stud of the week. Fantasy stud of the week. Sorry about that. Uh, number two is AJ Styles. The reason why I have AJ Styles as my number two fantasy stud of the week is, one, he had to fight Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre was probably the favorite out of all 12 competitors that got nominated for the um, Elimination Chamber. And he drew the short end of the stick in that he had to fight Drew McIntyre. He was going to win this match. It didn't help that not only did he not win, but LA Knight kind of cost him the match. So in a double-edged sword, he was going to win and who he's rivaling LA Knight. Um, That's why I have him as a number two uh, fantasy dud of the week in the fact that he was in a no-win situation. And the number one fantasy dud of the week is, now i got to explain this to you why I have my number one fantasy dud of the week, is I have The Rock. Um, I know it doesn't make any sense for him to be the number one fantasy dud of the week, but it is. And the fact that he goes from fighting Roman Reigns for the world title to not fighting for the title and not really giving a good explanation of why he got taken off the card. I think it's because of the fan backlash. But... Listen, people could have jumped on the Rock bandwagon, could have picked him for fantasy because he's available in like every league. But it didn't really make a lot of sense how they turned that match from happening to not happening to everyone's just kind of like pretend just this didn't happen in a lot of week. So Rock is the big loser for fantasy. He's my number one fantasy dud of the week. Anyways, so continue on. Last week, starts and sits, I had a bad week for starts and sits. It got a little confusing with the, the Rock thing, so they kind of moved some pieces around. But like I said, I don't make excuses when I had a bad week for fantasy. So let's say, uh, let's just go over what I did. At uh, the start, I said Braun Breaker is going to have a match, either in Raw or SmackDown, whatever show he's officially on. He did not have a match. He did a backstage segment. No match. I also said to start Cody, um, I said he had to win just because to kind of pe- make people remember how good a wrestler he was and kind of get people refresh his memory, and they kind of stay in the main event picture. I was correct in that. He beat Nakamura. Um, I said to sit DIY. I said there's no reason for them to be back in the title picture. I was half right in that they won on Monday Night Raw, which is a four-way, but then they lost on SmackDown. So I don't know how you want to go with that pick, but you could have worse picks that, or better picks for sits. And I also said to sit The Miz. I said he's going to get attacked and... He's going to lose the match because Judgment Day is going to um, gang up on him, whatever you want to call it. But he successfully won his match against J.D. McDonough, but everybody beats J.D. McDonough, so I'm not going to talk about that. So really quickly, Braun, I said to start, he had no match. Cody, I said to start, he beat Nakamura. 
Um, I said to sit DIY. They went one and one for the week. And I said to sit the Miz, but he won. So not really the best of weeks, not actually the worst of weeks, but my predictions were all over the board. As for this week, there's a lot of qualifying matches that they announced. So I'm going to try to go off of that as much as I can. Um, so the first one we're going to start is I'm going to pull an upset is I'm going to pick Ivar over LA Knight. I think AJ Styles is going to cost LA Knight um, the qualifying match. So I don't think LA Knight's going to be in the match because I think they're going to have LA Knight play AJ Styles at Elimination Chamber. So I think Ivar is going to win the match. A little bit of an upset, but I'm going to go with Ivar. I'm also going to start Liv Morgan. She's going to fight Zoe Stark. I think you have to have another good face in the match that has a legitimate chance to win. Um, I don't think Liv Morgan's going to win, but you need her to be in the match more than you need Zoe Stark. So I'm going to start Liv Morgan. I'm going to sit Bronson Reed. He's taking on Lashley. I think Lashley's going to win, but something's going to happen where um, Karrion Crosses, him and AOP are going to interfere with him at the Elimination Chamber. So I think Bronson Reed is still going to lose, and I think Lashley's going to qualify. So therefore, I'm going to start Bronson Reed. Or I'm going to sit Bronson Reed. I got a little confused on that one. And the last one I'm going to sit is Selena Vega is taking on Naomi. They're not going to have Naomi lose. I mean, technically her, her second match, but we're not going to rumble. They're not going to have her lose her first singles match back on the main roster. So Selena Vega is not going to win. So I'm going to sit Selena Vega. Okay, recap. I'm going to start Ivar. I'm going to start Liv Morgan. I'm going to sit Bronson Reed. And I'm going to sit um, Selena Vega. Um, there's also some other matches this week. Um, there's also Logan Paul taking on uh, The Miz. There's many ways you can go with this match. Um, Miz is fighting the Judgment Day, but I'm not going to touch this because I don't know if they're going to interfere now or they're going to interfere later. Our truth can kind of screw Miz, Miz over. I'm not touching this match because it can go either way. Um, Dominic Mysterio is taking on Owens. This could be an entertaining match, like I said. But Owens, like I said, nobody knows what's going to happen with Owens because Owens could be fighting uh, Waller in theory still, or Dominic could get screwed over by R Truth. R Truth has got a lot of moving parts he has in this Elimination Chamber qualifying match. And until you kind of see where it gets filtered out, you kind of stay away from Judgment Day matches or people they're fighting, just in effect, because you don't know what our truth is going to go. Um, Tiffany Stratton has a qualifying match. I don't know. I totally forgot off the top of my head who she's going to fight. She's not going to lose because it's Tiffany Stratton. Um, and then there's also be prepared for the six-man tag match of Jay Uso and the New Day taking on um, Imperium. This is actually going to set up for Jay Uso taking on Guther but it won't be at the Elimination Chamber because Gunther can't fight in the Elimination Chamber. But anyways, um, I, I think Jey Uso and the New Day are going to win that match, but I'm not touching it it's just because you don't want to go against Gunther. Um, that's it for this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Um, it, it got a little confusing because they kind of like tipped it. They kind of like did a 180 on the Rock storyline with Roman Reigns and um, Cody Rhodes. So it kind of looks like they kind of changed some of the storylines off with some of the matches. It didn't help that Punk's hurt and they had some other guys hurt. Um, but thank you for listening. Remember, if you want to hit me up at uh, Mike at Real Wintry, that's my Twitter account. And remember, you can't spell Wintry, that's W I N.
Thank you for listening, and I hope you guys enjoy the uh, Money in the Bank qualifying matches. Thank you for listening again. Have a good one. Bye.